1: Hey everybody, Steve here. So this is just a basic little practice thing that you can do to work on all seven of your modes, all in the first position, and kind of use uh, them to compare to each other so you can kind of see how everything works. There's a couple things I want to point out to you. One is a visual thing, and one is the uh, the modal comparison thing. So when, we, when I start off here, I'm just doing everything in the key of C, okay? So I'm doing C major or C Ionian, right? So I've got One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, right? Major seventh is what I'm using here. And then I'm doing the octave. I'm just making a simple pattern that's gonna go all the way up and all the way back down. Now, when I move to Dorian, I have to understand that Dorian is gonna be minor, right? I need that minor third with a major sixth. One, two, three, four, five, six. I simply move right into Phrygian from there, which is going to be the flatted two. It's a minor third, but it also has a flatted two or a minor second there. Okay, and then from Phrygian we'd move into Lydian, which is going to be major with a sharp four. One two three four. So we could play that, major four there. And then that moves right into mixolydian, which is major with a flatted seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It's got that flat seven right there. Then we go from Mixolydian into Aeolian, which is minor with the minor sixth. One, two, three, four, five, six. And then that moves into Locrian or Locrian, however you like to say that, which is a flatted two. One,
2: two, and
1: it's also minor. But it also has the flatted five there. Okay, so. And then I just finish it off by going back into major. Okay? Now, one thing I want you to recognize as you're working on diatonic shapes, and you'll notice I often play what's referred to as spread fingerings, where I'm putting three notes on each string. And the reason I do that is because it's easier for me to visualize not only the intervals, but the actual position that I'm playing in. Um, and there's a there's a little bit of a, a kind of a cool little secret to this. I guess it's not really a secret, but... What I want you to understand is when you're playing these, I want you to start recognizing that you have three different groups that you're gonna wind up visualizing. Uh, Whenever you're playing the actual spread fingering, which is like if I was doing um, major, for instance, or Ionian, you'll see I have two of them sitting right here. And then it follows that with the one, two, four, right? And it follows that with the one, three, four. Now, I'm not playing this note in our exercise, but we would have that. So I've got two strings that are one, two, four, okay, spread out, and I've got one, two, four together, and then I got one, three, four. Now, as you start exploring these shapes, what I want you to start recognizing is that you're going to see these patterns connected the same way every time. The only thing is we're missing a string in here and the string we're missing is that had we had a seventh string up on top here we'd actually have three groups of spread fingerings and then one two four one two four and then one three four one three four and let me show you that walking through the positions that we just did so again major we just i just showed you but let's go to dorian so dorian we start off with a one three four now, again, I'm not I'm not necessarily playing that fingering, I just want you to visualize this. So, one, three, four, right?
0: If you're enjoying this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, go to GuitarZoom.com and consider becoming a premium member. There are three memberships to choose from. VIP, which gives you instant access to a library of short but powerful courses, as well as new bite-sized lessons each month. There's also Play Songs that gives you step-by-step lessons so you can learn to play your favorite songs fast. And finally, there's Masterclass, university-level training on everything from soloing to music theory, from blues to home recording. For more info about these memberships and all the premium courses available to you, go to GuitarZoom.com. Now back to the podcast. But
1: then it takes off to uh, a spread fingering. So I'm gonna see three of them. And then right after that, I'm gonna see one, two, four again, twice. And it's always going to do that. There's always gonna be one missing in this pattern. Okay? Whether it's a spread, a one, two, four, a one, three, four, whatever. You're always gonna have one one of the pattern that's missing from each one of these. So that's the trick, is being aware of that. So When I'm doing Ionian, I'm missing a spread. I'm doing two of these when there should have been three. Okay, and again, that's this hypothetical string that's gone here. And then, one, two, four, twice, and one, three, four, twice, okay? When I do the Dorian, I'm missing a one, one, three, four hypothetical up here, okay? So I've got one, then that means I'm gonna move into my three spreads and my one, two, four, twice. Then we move to Phrygian. I've got one, two, four, one, two, four, which is followed by one, three, four, one, three, four, which is followed by three spreads. Now again, there's a hypothetical that's missing down here. You see what I'm saying? And then we move to Lydian. I've got a a spread, okay? But I'm missing the other spreads up here. I got one, two, four, one, three, four, and then there'd be a spread and then the other spreads down here, okay? When I move to uh, Mixolydian, I've got my three spreads right away, which means I got one, two, four, twice coming, and one, three, four, then I'm missing a one, three, four. When I move to, uh, I'm on Mixolydian, so when I move to Aeolian, I've got my one, three, four, which means I'm gonna have three spreads, and then one, two, four, one, two, four, but I, again, hypothetical run out here, And then Locrian or Locrian, however you like to say it, one, two, four, twice, one, three, four, twice, then three spreads, but I'm missing again, that last one. So it takes a little while to get comfortable with, but understand that that, that symmetry coexists around the entire fretboard. It's just that it's not perfect because you're oftentimes missing one or, or maybe two of those somewhere, you know, when you do those, but it helps a lot because, you know, if you wind up on a one, two, four, the next one's going to be a one, two, four. Okay. Or if it shifts from one, two, four to one, three, four, you know, you're going to have two, one, three, fours. And again, it's, it's not a perfect concept, but it's something to start getting comfortable with because it'll make it easier for you to memorize these. So the first thing is, is, is getting used to the shapes, right? And then getting used to understanding if I'm looking at the three major modes, which are Ionian. Ionian and Lydian and Mixolydian, what are the similarities and what are the differences most importantly, right? So obviously the similarities, they're all major, right? The big difference is if you're playing in uh, Ionian, you've got that major seventh, okay? If you're playing in Lydian, you've got the raised fourth with a major seventh. And if you've got Mixolydian, you've got your, um, your standard four, okay? Uh, but you've got the flatted seven. So it's it's really important to get comfortable with being able to to sort of understand the differences and the similarities between the three respective major modes. And then, of course, you've got your minor modes, which if you were in Aeolian or natural minor, you've got your minor with a minor sixth with your dominant seven, right? If you're playing in uh, Phrygian, you've got the flatted two. And if you're playing in... Uh, Locrian. Well, let's go to Dorian. Sorry, Dorian. So I got my minor third, but I've got my major sixth. And that also has the the flat at seven or the minor seven as well. I tend to call it a flat seven, and I I probably shouldn't do that. I should probably just call it a minor seven. But that's what it is. And then you've got your Locrian, which is your flat at two as well as The flatted five. And then the flatted or minor seven. Okay? So, again, I'm sure you get my language, but because the more you speak like this, the more you get used to it and people know what you're talking about. But, again, the point is, is, those are the things I'd like you to get out of this lesson is understanding... Uh, comparing apples to apples if you will and then being able to see those visual shapes are really important too so take care stay positive it's a great little practice exercise and you can do this in any key you want and again don't just play it as an exercise from a finger perspective which is great but really start learning how to compare each one and uh, understand the difference in sound and why they're different next time on the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast (laughs) stein here and today what i'd like to do is talk to you about a really cool thing that you can do which is writing a really cool idea a riff or whatever you want to call it and then all the options that you have sometimes with chord changes in the background hey steve stein here from guitarzoom.com and thank you so much for listening to this podcast if you enjoyed this episode can i ask you a favor